It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's good, Wizards fans? Welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast. I'm here with my guy, D'Alante. We are your hosts for the Locked On Wizards um, make sure you guys subscribe and hit the notification bell to Locked On Wizards on YouTube. And then make sure you guys subscribe uh, wherever you guys can get a podcast. just want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Uh, so today we just want to get into uh, – we're going to preview the Wizards versus Knicks on Saturday night. Uh, I want to say the game starts at – do you know what time it starts, D? Uh, I believe the game starts, uh, let me see here, at 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock, okay, yeah. And this one is going to be televised on NBC Sports Washington. I was a little uh, upset it wasn't locally televised. But um, we're going to get into the preview with the Wizards versus Knicks for Saturday night preseason basketball. Um, Denny is going to be playing on Saturday, which, you know, I'm pretty excited about that. We're going to talk about his expectations, what we're expecting for him in the first preseason game. And um, we're going to do mailbag. If you guys have been asking your questions, commenting down below on the YouTube video. So we're definitely going to get to you guys' questions as much as possible. But we're going to hop into um, this this preview and, and what we think about Denny, five things that we want to see from the team on Saturday night. And, um, D, how you feeling? And what, what are you expecting from Denny in preseason game, like in the preseason game against the Knicks? What are you looking for from him? I'm just looking for – to see how, you know, what he worked on in the offseason. I want to see if he has improved on his free throw shooting because coming out of Israel, you know, that was a a thing. Uh, his free throw percentage was pretty low. His free throw percentage in his rookie year could be, I mean, definitely left room for improvement. So I want to see free throw improvement. I want to see how comfortable he is, you know, shooting the ball. I want to see if he improved any on his ball handling because I expect him to be more in that secondary playmaking role coming off the bench. So those are just a couple of things I, I 
am going to be looking for specifically come Saturday? Yeah, you, I think you hit it on free throw shooting and just being a playmaker because West, I mean, one of the big reasons why West got hired is because he said that he would deploy Denny in different ways. And we know, you know, Scotty Brooks didn't really put Denny in the best situation to succeed, in my opinion. You know, he put him on the corners, a 3 and D guy. That's just not what he is. And then, you know, playing with Russ is hard. You know, he's a guy that's a ball-dominant guy where Spencer Dinwiddie, we already saw that he didn't, he didn't really have to have the basketball in his hands a whole bunch in the game against the Rockets. Uh, he there was ball movement, uh, more more ball movement when we played against the uh, the Rockets of the other day. So, um, in, in seeing his minutes, I want to see how many minutes he get. I know he'll probably be on a on a minute restriction just like everybody else is. I want to see you know how uh, him coming back from the injury. It was a, a rough looking injury. Uh, the ball handling skills, like you said, finishing around the rim. Is he going to be able to get a rebound now? Because, you know, like I said, Russ was a guy that got rebounds and he got majority of the re- rebounds, you know. I mean, he, this, this is what he did. And Spencer Spencer rebounds too. But I heard what Brad said in some of the press conferences before that, you know, now guys can get rebounds. Even with John Wall, you know, he was a guy that got rebounds and he would push. But mm-hmm. Denny is a guy where he's better when he's getting the boards and just pushing it. I think that's when Denny's at his best. And we have more shooters around him now too. So, I think I think he can have a better year uh, under West Unsell Jr. But how are you feeling about like like a stat prediction for Denny? How do you feel he's gonna do on Saturday night? Uh, stat prediction for Denny, I would say first game back in a little while. You know, an NBA setting since the injury, nothing too crazy. I would like to see maybe like nine points, mm-hmm. mm, maybe like two three assists five rebounds, something like that, you know, active on the boards, got some, you know, got some teammates, some points, fed him the ball a little bit and got his own. Maybe you get those nine from the free throw line. Maybe he hit a couple threes, get to the basket. You know, I think that's a nice modest um, stat line for your first game back. Yeah, I think that's about right. Yeah, I'm not expecting him to go out there and go crazy. I mean, I, I when I did a stat prediction for him for the whole season, I think he can be a five, five, five guy uh, personally. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he's capable. He was a good rebounder last year, um, and he is six eight, six nine, and uh, he he does have some some good athleticism too. Um, I'm expecting he had probably four boards, like you said, four or five rebounds, three or four assists. Throw a lot to Gafford, so that's an easy assist right there. Pass the ball to Bradley Bill for a three. Kisper, I want to see him and Kisper play together too. Some of our young guns, and uh, point wise, you know, he's a he's a good scorer, finisher around the rim. And um, three pointing, if he does improve, I like his form. He had, he has really good form. I like it. I don't think mm-hmm. I don't have anything wrong with the way he shoots the ball, but for some reason he just doesn't really knock it down on the three point line. So um, I'm, I'm gonna say about eight, four assists and three boards. I think that's really good for a debut for a guy that hasn't played in a couple months. Didn't get to play in summer league. I really wanted to see him play in summer league too, um, mm-hmm. but you know he just wasn't ready yet. So I'm excited to see what he can do, honestly. But uh, what are some things you're looking forward to? In the preseason game, in general, yeah, yeah, in general. I would love to see. I want to see more of that Spencer Dinwiddie and Daniel Gafford pick and roll. Like mm-hmm. I said in the previous episode, I feel like that's going to be a real fun combo. I feel like they're both going to eat from that. Uh, I expect Bradley Bill to do Bradley Bill things. I want to see more of Corey Kispert. I I can't wait till Corey Kispert has one of those, you know, twenty. 2019 Davies Bertans moments, you know, where he's just <laughs> on fire and he's, he's going crazy. And everybody, you know, Twitter going off and they like, you know, this is the guy. 
that you've seen in Gonzaga, you know, uh, maybe that's against the Knicks. I would love for that to happen. But Aaron Holiday, I want to see, continue to see him play well. Montrez Harrell, continue to bring that energy. Just um, a lot of the bench guys, too, Isaiah Todd and Chanike, guys like that play well as well. I just want to see, you know, just a continuation and improvement on that from the game against the Rockets. Yeah, I like how you you brought up the young guys too, man. Even those guys too, even though they might not even make the roster, probably G League guys. I do want to see mm-hmm. Eshinikwe, Jordan Goodwin, some of those guys fight at the finish. Mm-hmm. Um, but if, like you said, Spencer and, and Gaff, I think they got they're going to have a great pick and roll connection. I'm looking forward to that this year. I think they're going to be balling together once they get on the same page. Looks like they're already on the same page already. Anyway, I do want to see Kyle Kuzma. I do want to mm-hmm. see Kuzma. Didn't have a good first half, but he played better in the second half. I want to see if he can start off hot, start off better. Um, and he had open looks, but he just wasn't hitting them. Sometimes he was a little out of control and looked a little um, like he just, I don't know, just looked a little out of control trying to force the issue. So I want to see him be a little more under control in this game. Um, Bradley Bill Bradley Bill, so we don't have to say much about him. Um, but defensively, we want to see him be better defensively. Um, Harold, of course. And um, like you said, Aaron Holiday and Hollow Neto, like, are those guys battling for a minute? So are they going to play together? And I did hear that KCP is going to play. So I want to see the rotation with him in there. Um, that's what they said in the press conference today. I want to see the rotation with KCP in there, um, how he fits, how he looks, because he's going to be playing a three spot. And then that would probably make Kisper come off the bench. Kisper mm-hmm. looked good as a starter. And he's gotten, he's gotten starter minutes at practice from Wes Unsell Jr. has said. Um, but yeah, that, that's what I'm looking forward to for, for those guys. I want to see, I want to see ball movement too. Um, we, we, we were, you know, yelling about that last year with ball movement. We didn't see enough of it talking on defense and running some actual plays out there. Um, so those are a lot of things I'm looking for. Um, and I'm, I'm excited once again, I'm excited once again before, and next we're going to get into the mailbag questions. And before we do get into that, this episode is brought to you by Sleeper in 2018, the fantasy sports experts at Sleeper realized that fantasy basketball was broken. Games were being won and lost based on whose players had more scheduled games that week. It made no sense and required very little strategy. So in 2020, Sleeper released a brand new way of playing fantasy basketball. It's called Game Pick, and it's only available on Sleeper. And Game Pick owners pick a single game per week for each starter to count towards their team's total score, ensuring an even number of games played between opponents. The days of losing because your opponent's players simply had more scheduled games to play in that week are over. In Game Picks, you pick one game per week for each player based on player matchups, home versus away, opponent's defensive ranking, pace of play, and more. All that adds up to more strategy and less busy work. Whether you prefer redraft, keeper, or dynasty, Game Picks has you covered. Sleeper Craig, the fantasy basketball code. If you play fantasy football, if you prefer building out a weekly strategy versus daily busy work, you're going to love Game Picks. Download the Sleeper app and start a league with your friends today, and you will not be disappointed. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. I just want to thank you guys once again for making Locked on Wizards your first listen every day. We are free 
and available on all platforms. So uh, the first mailbag question, or let's let's preview the uh, Wizards-Knicks game real quick. So what matchups are you looking forward to? Because, you know, Tibbs is a good coach for the Knicks. They got a, they got a solid team. They did add Kemba this year. They had, and also they had Evan Fournier. They added um, – they brought back a lot of guys, Alec Burks, Nerlens Noel, Mitchell mm-hmm. Robinson. Um, they still got some – of course, Julius Randle. RJ Barrett, um, is there any matchups you're looking for against the New York Knicks? Uh, I definitely want to see that Kimba Walker Spencer Dimity matchup. I think that's you know a lot of fun. Um, you know, at the five, the Knicks had Taj Gibson starting. You know, I don't know if he was. I'm pretty sure he was at the five. Julius is probably at the four. So Taj Gibson versus Daniel Gafford. Um, like we spoke about before, Daniel Gafford keeping those fouls down. Um, in the third, I mean, the second quarter, Daniel Gafford hit his third foul. So I want to see him keep it under two going into the next half. So Taj Gibson, Daniel Gafford, of course, you got RJ Barrett. And then you got if Corey Kispert starts again, that could potentially be a possible matchup with Corey Kispert and RJ Barrett. And then, of course, you have Julius Randle and Kyle Kuzma. You know, that could be a thing. So it's definitely a lot of names that the Knicks have that I'm curious about how the Wizards will match up and how they'll play certain guys going into that game. So I'm excited to see it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that reminds me. Um, They did draft Obi Toppin. I want to say he was drafted right before Denny, and I, I like Obi Toppin coming out. So that mm. will be interesting. They got Emmanuel quickly, too. He's a guy from Baltimore. He's a really good point guard. He had a great summer league. He had a good year last year, too. Um, so they got some good guys. And Tibbs is a defensive coach. Wes Unsell Jr. is a defensive-minded coach. So we got two defensive-minded coaches going up against each other. And another thing I'm looking forward to, once again, I said that everybody has pitchforks out for Davies Bertans. But I want to see him, how he plays. Is he going to bounce back from being one for six in a game against mm-hmm. the Rockets? You know, where is he going to be in the rotation? Is he going to be playing with the third-string guys? Again, is he going to be out there with, you know, Echenique and, and Goodwin and, all those other guys fighting for a roster, but Jay Huff, guys like that. Is he going to be playing minutes with those guys at the end of the game? Or is he going to, you know, go four for six or, you know, five for six from the three? And then he can sound with like 10 minutes left in the game. So it will be interesting to see with Davies. But um, let's get into the mailbag. I just want to thank you guys for um, submitting your questions. So the first one is from our guy, Abdullah. Um, he has a YouTube channel. It's called DMV Sports Zone. So make sure you guys subscribe to DMV Sports Zone. He says, "What are the ro- what is the rotation going to look like this year?" Also, can you sh- um, shout out DMV Sports Zone? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I got you with the shout out. Uh, so yeah. So how do you feel about the rotation coming in this year? The depth on the team, the new added depth to the team. I'm excited. I feel like there's a lot of mix and matching that you can do with the starting lineup and closing lineups and the bench lineup. Of course, you got your starters with Dinwiddie, Bill, uh, Kuzma, in my opinion, at the three, Rui Hachimura and Daniel Gafford. That's your starting five. Then you got Aaron Holiday or Neto and then KCP, Montrez Harrell. And then when Thomas Bryant comes back, though, West Sales Jr. is going to have to figure out what he wants to do with three bigs that can play you know, with Bryant and Harrell and Gafford. You have Denny Avia coming off the bench, and you kind of figure out is how is Corey Kisper going to fit into that? Is he going to be able to get playing time with KCP there, Kuzma, and Denny Avdia there? 
how much playing time is he going to be able to get? So, I mean, and it's a good issue to have, to have, to not be able to, to, to have to find minutes for your rookie. So, and comparing it to last year, you got guys like Mo Wagner and Isak Bonga getting legit, legitimate minutes. I, I think with the rotation, the new added depth is a great thing. Yeah, I, I love this new depth that we have. Um, people call it a log jam in the wing spot. You know, we haven't even seen Rui yet this year. Uh, I can't wait to see him play when, whenever he comes back. Um, he's obviously going to be a starter when he comes back. Um, Kuzma, I still – I like Kuzma. I didn't like what I saw in the first half. I keep saying that. I didn't like what I saw in the first half. But um, I thought he came along in the second half. KCP, too, is going to be an X Factor. Him and Bradley Bill playing together. They got chemistry. They're really good friends. Um, but KCP just bring that three and D, that toughness. Harold, the the big man spot is intriguing too. Last year we had bigs that can play too. Um, Robin Lopez, even though he can jump over a phone book, he still was effective with the hook shot every time. Um, and then the guard spot too, Raul Neto and Aaron Holiday, they're going to be battling for minutes. Um, they're they're going to be fighting for minutes. They're two scrappy little guards. Are they going to be playing together or they're going to come in after each other and the odd man out? You know, we got There's going to be an odd man out. There's got to be somebody who is going to be fighting for minutes, but obviously he's not going to get the minutes that he really wants. Is it going to be Davies? Um, even Denny, Denny's going to have to fight for minutes too, like because he's going to be he's going to be right behind you know KCP or Kuz. I don't think Denny's going to start. And I don't. I think it would be better for Denny to come off the bench anyway as a mm-hmm. secondary playmaker. Of course, Denny's got his minutes. Brad's going to get his minutes, and um, Gafford's just got to stay out of foul trouble. That's huge for the bigs. And then when Thomas Bryant comes back in December, that's going to make it even more um, complicated for playing time. Like, you know, because Montrezl Harrell, he doesn't, he's not a happy guy like we saw with the Lakers when he didn't get minutes. He already said it the other day, talking about he felt like he had a year off in, in, in LA because he wasn't getting a lot of playing time. So it's like guys are going to be fighting. Guys are going to be fighting for minutes. So it, it's, it's going to be real interesting. But that was a good question from my guy, uh, mm-hmm. Abdullah from DMV Sports Zone. Um, so haunt says, uh, he says about the, this is a YouTube comment from haunt on YouTube, H A U N T. He says, all I can say here is fire emoji emoji. Talk about our channel. Thank you. Uh, about <laughs> Thank that. He, you. Says, he, he says, question though, if we are looking for a center and looking into car, Anthony towns, what would it take to get him? What's your thoughts? But before we get to that question, uh, this episode is brought to you by Bet Online AG. Bet Online is the fastest, and easy way to bet on all your sports action. There's a lot of college football this weekend, NFL football. Um, who who do the Eagles play this weekend? The Eagles play the Carolina Panthers. Panthers. Okay, that's a toss up. I don't know. The, I don't know if you know the spread to that one or the over under on that one, but um, you know, you guys can bet on that one. You guys can bet on football team versus. Um, who we play the saints you know we're, we're two point underdogs that's a toss-up game right there it's a coin flip um i mean i got this one i'm kind of being a homer but um you can do the over under on that too um so before the next pitch head over to battle line on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news sign up bonuses and contest information don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. The promo code is locked on. This episode is also brought to you by Bill Bar. 
Uh, my favorite flavor is cookies and cream. Um, try it, try it in the microwave. I'm telling you, it helps. It brings a little pop to it if you put it in the microwave. Um, they got coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, and German chocolate. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mix box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Bill Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. Check out the macros, 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories ranging from 130 to 180. Only 4 to 5 grams of sugar and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today and get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry, whatever you like. Go to Bill.com and use promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at build.com. So yeah, I'll let you go. I'll let you go first on this one. Um, so yeah, he said, if we're looking for a center man, looking into, into cat, Carl Anthony Towns, what would it take to get him? And what's your thoughts? Uh, a lot. I think it will take a lot <laughs> to get Carl Anthony Towns. First round picks. Denny or Rui Hachimura definitely would have to be gone. Um, I would say I wouldn't be surprised if you're looking at like two first round picks. I don't know what years, but two first round picks, a guy like Rui Hachimura involved, some filler. Um, I'm not the biggest salary cap guy. I'm not huge with the numbers. I don't know mm. if you have to make it a three team trade or anything like that, but I expect, I would expect Rui to be gone. I would expect picks to be gone and maybe another filler player as well. I don't know who could fit that little filler player role, but I would expect them to be gone. So a young guy, draft security, I think that that fits the bill right there. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I wouldn't like to part with Rui, but Carl Anthony Towns is is a crazy talent. He can put up 20 and 10 easy. He can shoot 40, shot 40% from the three-point line. He's had games where he's hit seven threes in a game. Uh, you know, he can't, he's not the best defender in the world, but we know how talented this guy is. Multiple time all-star, heck of a rebounder. I think him and Bradley Bill would be a great duo. And if you're able to keep Spencer with Brad and Cat uh, at the same time, and like you said, only have to give up Rui in those first round picks and you still have Kuz and um, who else? Uh, KCP, that's still a good mm-hmm. unit. Gafford, him and Gafford together would be a nasty duo too. So they might Thomas Bryant coming off the bench too. They might want Thomas Bryant. I can see them asking for him too. They probably want yeah. you know Rui or or Thomas Bryant or, or Kuzma or um or I wouldn't I wouldn't give up Gafford. Gafford's just an untouchable for me. Rui mm-hmm. is somewhat of an untouchable, but you know for a player like Cat, you just you got yeah, it. You got you got, got him. You're gonna have to part with a young yeah. guy with a lot of potential. You got yeah. To. You're, Right, you got you got to part with him, him or Denny. You got to part. You might have to throw both of them in there, depending on what they ask for. Um, but was it was it the Kings or the Timberwolves that wanted Kuz? I think it was it was one of the two. I can't remember. I think it's it the Timberwolves. was the Kings because it was the, uh, the Buddy Hill trade, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, it was like he thought he was going to Sacramento. Right. Yeah, and then um, the Timberwolves they just let their GM go. So mm-hmm. that's the whole thing where Cat might you know be upset or whatever. That would be beautiful for that to happen. Um, but yeah, I, I would love it. So for me, yeah, it would be like you said, three team trade. Probably have to involve Rui. Probably have mm-hmm. to involve um, uh, Thomas Bryant or Harold, one of those guys. Kuz, probably one of probably one of the Lakers. You, you might have to throw them in there. If they want to take Dobby, yeah. then um, you know I, I doubt they want to take Dobby's. But you know you you might have to you might have, you might be able to throw Dobby's in there. Um, see malpractice on YouTube. 
says, Ed, do you see any potential for Thomas Bryant and at the four? I'm not someone who thinks Gafford, Montrez, and, and Thomas Bryant can't play together. So he thinks they can play together. So I'll, I'll go first on this one. Um, Thomas Bryant at the four, I, I'm not really a fan of it. Just just for defensive purposes, I do see where it – I can see where it could work and where it couldn't because Thomas Bryant, we already know he's not the best defender anyway. Um but his lateral movement and his foot speed guarding fours. Sometimes Jason Tatum will play the four. Sometimes Jalen Brown will play the four. Uh, Julius Randle will play the four. Julius Randle can shoot the light. Julius Randle was able to shoot the three last year at a high clip. Um, there's some stretch fours out there. There's a lot of – I mean, everybody in the NBA is basically a stretch four. This is just, that's just how the NBA is right now. But if you do put Gafford behind him defensively, if somebody wants to go to the basket, then sure. I mean, it might be able to work. But And they, they – I would say the spacing offensively too, but Thomas Bryant can shoot. So that's the thing too. Um, but I'm not a fan of it. I kind of feel like, I feel like last year where they didn't play, they didn't play Alex Lynn and Gafford at the same time. Cause they know that's not going to work or right. Robert Lopez. They know that's not going to work, but the, the difference is Thomas Bryant can shoot threes, but I, I still, I still, I like, I, I like TB at the five more than any. Yeah, agreed. And that's kind of the thing where I say when Thomas Bryant's healthy, they're, they're going to have to figure it out. You know, I'm not a big fan of trying to force guys onto the court, you know, unless it's mm. just they're just KD or something. You just got to play them. Right. But I'm not a big fan of just trying to force fits. And when you have guys like Rui Hachimura who can play the four, Kyle Kuzma can play the four, Davies Bertans can play the four. They have different options there. Thomas Bryant, um, Scott Brooks had when at a time they were playing Thomas Bryant and Mo Wagner together at the four and five spot. I didn't necessarily like it. I like Thomas Bryant at that five position. And it's going to be up to the Wizards coaching staff to figure out how they spread those minutes out or who plays. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, yes, I, I would keep it all at the just. It would have to be that one guy gets, you know, 15 mm -hmm. minutes, whoever's the hot hand, whoever's not in foul trouble with all the bigs right now. Um, Denny can play the four, too. Like you said, all these guys are capable of playing the four. So, but you can try it. Maybe they could prove me wrong. Maybe they could have a nice game where Thomas Bryant shooting the ball well from the three and Gaffer's catching lobs or Trez is playing well. Trez is, you know, he's an undersized big. He's six seven, but he plays mm -hmm. like he's seven feet. Just the energy he brings. Um, but that's a good question. Um, out see malpractice. That's a good. That's a good question. Um, take that on YouTube. Says um, Tommy Shepard. He has one of his profile pictures. One of my favorite movies um, is, is "Don't Be a Menace." But he said Tommy Shepard said in a recent interview he is impressed by Corey Kispert. Says one way or another he is going to get on the floor and someone is going to get minutes stolen. Who do you think is the potential odd man out? I'll, I'll let you go first. Or you can go first. Uh, at the – I mean, I think Corey Kisper can go – I mean, he's more of a two. I think he can play at that three spot. I mean, there's some different options. I don't think KCP will lose minutes. I mean, Brad already has his minutes. So, possibly if Denny's on a slump or something like that or – because injuries count too. You know, there's going to be injuries throughout the season. But maybe Denny, if he's going through a slump, 
Um, it's it's tough. I don't know yeah. exactly. Like, there's nobody I'm like, oh yeah, that guy. You could take his minutes. Like, he's not you know anything special. He, I don't even know why he's really playing. It's, everybody on the team right now, I think is can be deserving of minutes. And unless somebody's like slumping really bad, and Corey Kisper comes in and he's just playing really good to the point where you're just like, this kid needs to be on the floor. It's going to be hard for me to just say. Oh yeah, Diddy, you don't get these minutes. Corey automatically should get these minutes. Or Corey's about to take your minutes. Unless, like I said, somebody's slumping hard and Corey's on the court and he's showing you that you gotta play him. Right. Yeah. Corey Kisper, he impressed me. I really want to see if he can keep it up. Just like not even just shooting threes, being able to, to put the ball on the floor and create because you know, they got the scout report on him. They're going to be flying out to him. They're not going to sag off on him. So guys are going to fly out. He's going to be able to use that creative ability in that first step to get by and make a nice pass to Daniel Gaffer. Or, you know, this is the thing about Davies Bertans. It's like, okay, sometimes I'm like, you know, he is an elite three-point shooter, but sometimes I feel like guys fly out. Maybe you can take one dribble in and shoot a mid-range jumper. I know the mid-range jumper is trying to – they're trying to phase it out of the NBA, but still sometimes at least <laughs> – if you're one for seven from the three and they're still flying out at you, because they still do respect uh, Davies Bertans. Like, right. you know, you saw last year in the playoffs, Matisse Dybul was trying his best to not let Davies Bertans even get the, the basketball in the games mm -hmm. in the playoffs. So I was just thinking about that. And Kisper did that one time. He, like, put a little pump fake up and put a one dribble down and shot a, a mid-range jumper. So um, the odd man out, it might be Davies. I mean, like like I said in the, in the in the preseason game, he looked like he was the one getting, you know, it kind of showed because he was playing in the later uh, time with the um, with the younger guys. Yeah. For, uh, and, you know, Bradley Bill, of course, you know he's a bona fide starter, so he's not going to be playing in the, in the fourth quarter with the young guys. Spencer Dinwiddie's not going to be playing with with the young guys. No knock against those guys, but that's just that's just kind of like he's not going to be playing with Isaiah Todd and those guys. Um, it, it's probably between. Kispert, Davies, and and then he's gonna have to fight for minutes. So my man out probably is Davies. If he's not hitting shots, just because he's one dimensional, he probably would be that guy that they that they're gonna sit down and not play. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, last question, and then we'll probably get to. Um, I guess we'll do a little quick score prediction for the, even though it's preseason. Uh, I guess a, a bold prediction for the uh, for the Knicks and Wizards game on Saturday. This is from Big J Fifty Two. Um, and he commented. He said, "Yes, sir, Ed and D. I've been with both of you for a minute, so we we appreciate you for that, man." Big uh, J says, "Sure, Bertans be traded with a twenty twenty five first round pick for a stud, or should Rui or Denny or Thomas Bryant get moved for a stud?" I think. I think you move. I don't. I unless it's for like somebody who's like really, really like we talked about Carl Anthony Towns earlier. Those mm -hmm. are the type of players I'm moving a guy like Rui for. You know, like guys I can really help and like really move the needle for the Wizards. Those are the guys I'm moving the Rui Hachimura's for because I'm a I'm big on Rui. I really am. Bertans, if you can if you can get something that can help the team, you know. Even though I've been iffy on Bertans, like you said, guys still respect him out there. You still have him on the scouting report. You can't just forget about him. You know, you can't. So, because even with Davies Bertans not being on the court, if you trade him, 
the Wizards will lose that three-point shooting, even if it has been inconsistent at times, or and even that threat of three-point shooting. That would be gone as well with Bertans Vore, whoever you bring in. So I think we'll see by how the season is progressing, especially by the trade deadline. We'll know like if hey, Davies is it's time to it's time to pack them up and ship them off. Yeah. Or like maybe Anthony Towns or some other stars like disgruntled and I'm ready to go. And the Wizards are in that in that little part of teams named or something like that, then maybe you start looking at, hey, this guy can move the needle for us and bump us up from just first rounder or playing possibility teams to, hey, maybe these guys got a shot. Then you go with that. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, and I think Big J, why why he says, you know, traded with a, with a first round pick is because, you know, I know after the rush trade, you know, we can't trade back-to-back picks of the mm-hmm. um the 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 um the trade except it's not the trade section but the the protected pick that we traded with John Wall for Russ like mm-hmm. there's so many protections on it I got to look it over because we like can't trade back to back picks but to get back to that too like Bertans he's making 16 mil a year and he is a one trick pony so or he's a one dimensional guy so he, with his salary it kind of is a salary dump where teams are looking at like him you know his contract is not very attractive. Mm-hmm. $60 million per year, five years, $80 million deal. So it's like, yeah, you're going to trade us Bertans, but yeah, we, we're going to want something attached with him because we don't want to just take on his salary for the way that he's played. And his trade value is all the way down. So he does. We At the same time, we got to bump up his trade value if we want to get, if we want to move on from Dobbies. But like you said, like we've been saying, there, there are times where Dobbies is a valuable piece because you know, we lacked in shooters. We have more shooters, but you can never have enough shooters, especially in today's game. Space on the floor. It will help about Bradley Bill. We'll help about Dinwiddie. If Bertans is shooting the ball well, that's a huge help. It really is. So that's why I really want to see him succeed and do well. But at the same time, if he's not, then yeah, he's probably the guy that is going to be that odd man where, out where you do try to train him. Or like he, like BJ said, Rui. The only person I would give up Rui for it would have to be a surefire top twenty-five top 30 all-star guarantee or like a Carl Towns. Um, I don't know who else would get upset and try to force a trade, you know, because mm-hmm. things always happen by the trade deadline. Somebody's going to, somebody's going to be upset. You just never know who it's going to be, but you know, hopefully it's not Bradley bill. It could yeah. Be, yeah. Hopefully it's not Bradley bill, but if it, if it's somebody else on, a, on another team, you know, we'll, we'll see. So, um, but Thomas Bryant, Thomas Bryant, this is his last year on his contract, so we got to see what happens with him too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's some teams that might, you know, and maybe Jerry. A lot of which just love Jeremy Grant, so maybe he might want to get out of Detroit since they, you know they're not going to win a lot of games this year. So he might try to move on and force a trade. You know, that's just wishful mm-hmm. thinking from a Wizards fan. So, but we'll see. But yeah, we'll we'll wrap it up here. Oh, what's your what's your bold prediction for the game on Saturday? If bold, you have- pre- bold prediction. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'll go with Corey Kispert hits five three pointers. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Okay. Um, oh, that's a tough one at top, man. That's a good one. That is a good one. Corey, I, I can see that happening too. I really could see that happening. Um, you know what? I'm gonna say 
I would say Brad go for like forty, but they're not gonna let him play that much. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So that's, yeah, that's not gonna that's not gonna happen. That would be that would that wouldn't be smart for us to play him that long <laughs> to let him go for forty. Um, I'm gonna say, hmm, if it had to be something different, because that that was a good one, five threes, and he's yeah, he's capable of doing that. Um, you know what? I'm gonna say, um. I'm gonna say Denny. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Denny. Uh, Denny gets a double double, ten points and ten assists. I'm gonna say he gets a double double. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna say he gets a five five five. I'm gonna say ten points, five boards, five assists. Okay. I'm gonna say. Yeah. I'm gonna say. Yeah, you can't uh, get two ball. It's preseason game. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but all right, I just want to thank you guys for uh, checking with us. Make sure you guys subscribe to Locked On Wizards on YouTube. Make sure you guys hit that notification bell. Uh, we will be making a video, um, a recap for the Wizards versus Knicks game. Um, it probably won't be out on Saturday. It's probably going to be out Monday morning. The YouTube video will probably be out Sunday night. So make sure you guys to stay tuned for that. It's, it's going to be a fun game. The Knicks are a scrappy team. I'm excited to see them play. You can get a tough test against uh, Eastern Conference opponent that we're going to be able to see. They are going to be playing a lot this mm-hmm. year. Um, before we head out, uh, make sure to make your second listen to Locked On Fantasy Basketball with Josh Lloyd. He hosts the number one daily fantasy basketball show on the planet. It's free and available on all platforms. So uh, I just want to thank you guys for checking in checking in with us, man. We're going to be your host for the whole season, man. It's, it's going to be lit. It's going to be a lot of fun. Sir. Yes, sir. All right, y'all. Hail to the Wizards. Peace. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.